You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Christ Divinity is the title of this devotion. This week, I want to speak to you about the four great cornerstones of the Christian faith. Christ divinity, Christ incarnation, Christ redemption, and Christ exaltation, those four. Today, I want to talk to you about his divinity. It is so essential for our Christian health and Christian growth that we know him as God and that we know God in him. It is essential. Why? Because if Christ had not come into this world in the body God prepared for him, all we would have had to know the only true living God are the shadows and the types. And while they are without question, precious and amazing, they were not sufficient to be able to help those who lived in the shadows of the time and the times to have a full spiritual understanding of what God is in us and us in Him as His creation, as His image. Like He said in Genesis 1, 26, let us make man in our image. Jesus embodies the fullness of God. And it pleased the Father that the fullness of himself would dwell in him bodily. And in Jesus, we perfectly see the invisible God. And all that Jesus is, says, and does, he proves himself to be God. This is a concept that the natural mind does not understand and cannot understand because the natural mind is in enmity with God in its nature. The enmity is the nature of it. What do I mean the nature? The nature of the natural mind is separate from God. It is not one. It does not embody his thoughts. It doesn't embody his ways. As he would say in Isaiah 55, your thoughts are not my thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. As the heavens are high above the earth, so are my ways from yours and my thoughts from yours. That is the enmity, the separation. But in Christ, you do not see any separation. He is the mind of the Father, the heart of the Father. And this is what God wants us to have as one of the great cornerstones of our Christian faith so that we may know Him and realize what He has given us in His Son, Jesus Christ. It creates a stability, a foundation, a rock that cannot be shaken, an unmovable, unquestionable, undeniable, life-giving spirit of faith according to what is written. So let's open here in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. A famous scripture. 
For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. Listen now. And his name, his name means his presence, his manifest person. His name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Five great attributes of the divine nature. His name, his living presence is wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Jesus is the everlasting father revealed unto us. I personally find this so exhilarating to meditate on and to have the Holy Spirit fill my heart with the understanding of what the Heavenly Father has given us in His Son. In John chapter 1, you know it, of course, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the Word. And then it says in verse 18 of John chapter 1, no one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, begotten means come forth from, who is in the bosom, the intimate presence of the Father, He has declared Him. He has made Him visible. He has made Him known. He has perfectly embodied, revealed, manifested, openly displayed the Father. Jesus says in John chapter 14, okay? Let's just catch these thoughts for a moment so that we can see the incredible foundation God has given in our Christian faith. He says in verse 7, If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on you know him and have seen him. He who has seen me, verse 9, has seen the Father. Jesus is the living expression of the Father. I find it absolutely wonderful that we are given this revelation. He's, he is the sole expression, Hebrews 1 verse 3 says, of the glory of God, the light being, the outraying, the radiance of the divine. He is the perfect imprint and very image of God's nature, upholding, maintaining, guiding, and propelling the universe by His mighty word of power. When He had offered Himself and accomplished our cleansing of sins and riddance of guilt and sat down at the right hand of the divine majesty on high, Jesus Christ is God. Now, one of my main scriptures this week will be 1 John chapter 5. Okay? 1 John chapter 5, verse 19 and 20. Listen closely. 1 John 5, verse 19 and 20. We know that we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding 
that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true, in his son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Dear friends, why is this so important that you realize the foundations of your faith, that you are not living on some uncertain, untested, insecure foundation that could happen to not turn out as you had hoped. It's not possible. You see, this foundation is unshakable, unmovable, eternal, forever the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13 verse 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. It is absolutely eternally proven to be secure. And it gives you such incredible certainty and convincing forces against all the sway of the wicked one that's in this world. And it is able to give you the power to stand up against all the powers and principalities, no matter how convincingly they try to persuade you that you are not standing on solid ground, but on sinking sand. No, my dear friends, Jesus is from everlasting to everlasting. He is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He is Almighty God, an everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. He's wonderful. He is amazing. And I tell you the truth today, when you begin to realize the foundation upon which you stand, you can sing His praises even if you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Even when all that is to be seen is broken down and there's nothing else that you have to hold on to in this life to give you some kind of sense of, okay, Jesus Christ is all you need. Jesus is all you need. In Him, you have all of God. 1 John 2, 23, He who has the Son has the Father also. He who has not the Son does not have the Father either. When you have Jesus, you have all of God. And heaven and earth may pass away, but His Word endures forever. And that is an important fundamental lesson It says here in Isaiah chapter 40. Oh, I find these words so important for us to learn. Listen, all flesh, all flesh, human flesh is as frail as the grass. And all that makes it attractive, it's kindness, kindness, it's goodwill, it's mercy from God, it's glory and comeliness, however good is transistory like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely all people are like grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. This body is temporary according to 2 Corinthians 4. And therefore the Lord says, do not look at what's mere temporary, but look at what you have that is eternal. This great 
weight of glory of what you have through Jesus Christ. This life in perfect communion with the Father. Look at him. He conquered death. He conquered sin. He conquered the grave. He conquered hell and all the powers of the devil and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He is your life, Colossians 3 verse 4 says. Oh, praise the name of Jesus of what we have in him. In Jesus, we see not only who God is, as he is the perfect imprint of the eternal God, But in Jesus, we see who we are predestined to be. This is what's so important. You see, the Bible says again and again that we are predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. In Romans 8, verse 29, 1 John chapter 3, Beloved, how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us that now we should be called his children even when it is not yet visible what we shall be. Because we're living in this earthly body, it's not yet perfectly visible in us what we shall be. But this we know, when we see him, we will be just like him. That's why the divinity of Christ is so important. Not only that you may know who God is, but that you may see whom you are predestined to be. Whenever you have your doubts about yourself, and we all do, whenever you feel inferior because of your human nature, whenever you're tempted to boast yourself more than you ought in your intellect, in your prowesses, in your powers, in your wealth, in all these earthly passing things, quickly, turn your heart back to the Savior. Whenever you feel weak, whenever you feel dying and all seems to evaporate and it's all but chasing for the wind like Solomon said and it all seems so worthless and empty and you kind of wonder what life is worth, quickly look to the Master, look to the Savior, look to Jesus and know that the joy that is set before you cannot be taken from you. Look to Jesus, the author and finisher and perfecter of your faith, who for the joy set before him embraced the cross and the shame and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. For this is whom you are called to be. In Christ, you too are seated with him in the heavenly places, it says in Ephesians 2 verse 4. So rejoice, my dear friends, in the great salvation that you have through Jesus. He is the unshakable, unmovable, eternal rock of ages. All friends, lean upon him with all your heart. Rely upon him. Look to him and you'll know who your heavenly father is. See the heart of the Savior in its love for the Father. See the love of the Father for the Savior as he expressed himself in him through all of his spirit, life and love and power. And this you are called to. And this God will not fail to bring into fullness in your life. So hold fast to him and don't be distracted. Look to Jesus. He will not fail you. Amen. Have a good day.